Welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition for the week of February 25th through March 3rd, 2017. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities of the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of wiki edits. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out Fridays at 2pm Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing the following day. You can find this and all past editions of This Week in the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org slash ThisWeek. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional choir writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. This past week, Homebrew Website Club met in Portland, Oregon at DreamHost. You can find more info, including photos and links to notes from the meetup at IndieWeb.org events slash 2017-03-01-homebrew-website-club. The next regularly scheduled Homebrew Website Club meeting is March 8, 2017. The following cities have confirmed meetups and locations. In Germany, HWC Berlin will meet at Salon Schmuck, and HWC Nuremberg will meet at Tollwerk. In England, HWC London will meet at Provendo. In the U.S., HWC Bellingham and Washington State will meet at Woods Coffee, HWC Los Angeles will meet at Starbucks, and HWC San Francisco will meet at Mozilla. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at IndieWeb.org next-HWC. Interested in starting a homebrew website club in your city? Great! It can be as easy as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about homebrew website club, including tips for how to organize your own at indieweb.org hwc. There was also some news this week about upcoming Indie Web Camp events. Indie Web Camps are brainstorming and building events where Indie Web creators gather to meet in person, share ideas, and collaborate on Indie Web design, user experience, and code for their own sites. An Indie WebCamp event is typically two days, with a barcamp-style day of attendee-run participatory workshops and a hack day that provides an opportunity for attendees to spend time working on their own sites or to help others. This week, Indie WebCamp Berlin was announced, scheduled to take place November 4th and 5th in Berlin, Germany. Learn more and register now at IndieWeb.org 2017 Berlin. And a reminder that more Indie WebCamps are coming up. On May 4th and 5th is Indie Web Camp Bellingham in Bellingham, Washington, USA. You can learn more and register at IndieWebCamp.org 2017 Bellingham. On May 13th and 14th is Indie Web Camp Dusseldorf in Dusseldorf, Germany. You can learn more and register at IndieWebCamp.org 2017 Dusseldorf. And finally, on May 20th and 21st is Indie Web Camp Nuremberg in Nuremberg, Germany. You can learn more and register at IndieWebCamp.org 2017 Nuremberg. Here's a brief summary of posts collected this week by Indie News, a community-curated list of articles relevant to the IndieWeb. You can read more or submit posts of your own at news.indieweb.org. Aaron Parecki at aaronparecki.com announced that Micropub, an open API standard that is used to create, update, and delete posts on one's own domain using third-party clients, is in the process of moving from a W3C candidate recommendation to the proposed recommendation stage. Thanks to all the implementers of Micropub clients and servers in the IndieWeb community for sharing their feedback and implementation reports. And now, a selection of this week's updates from the IndieWeb wiki at IndieWeb.org. Concepts A new page was added for DereFerrer, a technique used to prevent a website from learning the source URL of a page from which it was linked. 
By default, web browsers send this source URL information in an HTTP refer header, which can leak information about company intranets, email services, and more. There was further discussion about the differences between quotation posts versus bookmark posts versus repost posts. If you have thoughts about these types of posts and how you use them on your own site, you might want to check out the discussion at IndieWeb.org quotation, IndieWeb.org bookmark, and IndieWeb.org repost. Services and Organizations Amazon Web Services suffered an outage that began with the accidental shutdown of several servers related to their simple storage service in a single data center, but then spread to affect other AWS services and a very large number of websites across the web that rely on them. One example noted on the IndieWeb wiki was exercise tracking silo Strava. A couple of updates from AOL. First, it was announced that DMOZ, a free open directory website historically known as the Open Directory Project, but now operated by AOL, will be shutting down on March 14th. You can learn more about DMOZ and its pending shutdown at dmoz.org. AOL also announced that the AOL Instant Messenger, or AIM, service will begin blocking access to the service from some third-party clients starting March 28th. The change appears to be related to the use of the outdated MD5 hash function to protect passwords on the wire. Third-party clients that use this outdated method for authentication will no longer be able to connect to the service. GitHub has changed their terms of service in a way that some free software advocates say is incompatible with free software licenses which contain attribution or share-alike requirements. In response, several new pages were created on the IndieWeb wiki to begin exploring the concepts of GitHub-style project collaboration, including pages for repository, release, and license. You can learn more about the GitHub changes at IndieWeb.org GitHub. DeviantArt, an art hosting silo with a history of unilaterally reselling the copyright of user-posted content, was sold to Wix for $36 million in February 2017. Wix, a website hosting platform and content management system, characterized the deal saying, Wix will open up DeviantArt's repository of art, giving Wix's users access to that work to use in their own website building. In another acquisition announcement, Mozilla announced on February 27th that it had completed the acquisition of Read It Later, Developers of Pocket. Pocket, an app that enables users to save content from all over the web for later reading offline, was described in Mozilla's acquisition announcement as a successful human-powered content recommendation system, and that the acquisition will accelerate Mozilla's Context Graph Initiative, which aims to help users, quote, find new stuff based on their current context, unquote, using data gathered from the browsing activity of other users. Ghost co-founder John O'Nolan expressed interest in supporting WebMention, a W3C recommendation that specifies a way to notify any URL when you mention it on your own site, and Vouch, an anti-spam extension to WebMention. However, O'Nolan shut down discussion about adding microformats to the Ghost default theme in favor of using Google's schema.org specification in JSON plus LD format. A couple of examples were added to the backfeed page of sites in the scientific community, BioArchive, that's B-I-O-R-X-I-V.org, recently announced backfeeding of social media posts from Twitter to provide, quote, social proof, unquote, of the reach and influence of scientific journal articles. Additionally, Altmetric is a commercial service that allows scientific publications to backfeed discussion from platforms including Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, LinkedIn, Wikipedia, and more. IndieWeb Development Two new Micropub clients were announced on the wiki. First, OmniBear is a browser extension for Google Chrome which allows users to post notes, replies, reposts, and likes to their site directly from the browser. Also, PosterChild is a chatbot that allows users to make posts to their own websites via a chat interface, including support for Slack, Skype, and Facebook Messenger. You can learn more about these and other Micropub clients at IndieWeb.org Micropub clients. The W3C published several interrelated recommendations from the Web Annotations Working Group. 
These recommendations describe a vocabulary, data model, and protocol for the building of interoperable services that allow annotation of any content on the web. You can learn more at IndieWeb.org annotation. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the Indie Web, audio edition, was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the Indie Web chat. Or you can find him online at martymcgui.re. Content for this audio edition is provided by This Week in the Indie Web and the Indie News Service, which are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode included the tracks Day 48, Glitch, Day 49, Floating, Day 9, and Day 11 of Aaron Parecki's The 100 Days of Music Project. Find out more at aaronparecki.com slash tag slash 100 days of music. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org. <laughs>